Philippians chapter number 3. Tonight we'll be looking in verse number 7. The Bible says, But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ, yet doubtless I count all things but laws for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things but do count them but dung that I may win Christ and be found in him not having mine own righteousness which is of the law but that which is through the faith of Christ the righteousness which is of God by faith that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. We pick up here in Philippians chapter number three. As Paul writes this epistle to the uh, Philippians, we see that uh, in chapter three, Paul uses uh, uh, this portion of his life and his conversion uh, to instruct to instruct Christian uh, on their behavior as a child of God. Let's look here at verse number 10. I'm interested in what Paul says. Uh, he says that I may know him. Uh, G. Campbell Morgan said, this is the great chapter of the autobiography of Paul's life. Can you imagine here the testimony that Paul has uh, when he said in verse number 10 that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. That I may know him. Would that be uh, your heart's desire this night? Uh, that I may know him. Not know of him uh, or about him, but know him. Uh, what's a great a privilege tonight to know him. To know that he is the greatest friend that a man can have. That he is the great foundation of a man's life. That he is a great shelter uh, for his children, uh, his ones that are called by uh, grace and to salvation. But notice here in verse number seven, let's go back up and work our way down uh, to verse number 10. We notice in verse number seven, Paul deals with the salvation uh, of his own soul. Uh, we see when Paul got saved uh, that his per perspective in life changed. Let's read verse number seven. Paul says, but what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. We see here in Paul's life, the things that he held as no value, which was Christ. We remember the day he got saved. Uh, the Lord said, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Paul didn't want to have nothing to do with Christ. Paul wanted to 
uh, murder Christians and kill uh, Christians uh, uh, that worship the Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't want to have nothing to do with Christ. But here we see something dramatically changed in Paul's line. And I want to say tonight when one gets saved, there will be a dramatic change in one's life. Their perspective will change. What they pursue uh, will change and we see here paul says but what things there were certain things in paul's life that uh, god got rid of when paul got saved and i want to say this there's things in my life in your life tonight that god's got rid of uh, the moment we got saved but notice here he said that i can't those i count laws for christ in Paul's life, we said already the things that he held as no value. Now, after salvation, after God's salvation, now have become the most valuable to him. And true salvation will make a change in a man's life. Not sometimes, not most of the time, but all the time. True salvation God's salvation, when God does a work in one's life, it will make a change always. Always does it make a change. We go down here in verse number eight. Paul says, yet doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. Notice Paul's words, a life that has been changed. Paul's speaking from his heart. Notice here, for Paul, knowing about Christ was more valuable than all things Paul gained in this world. Paul knew, Paul knew there was nothing more that he could gain better than the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, and I count all things but loss, all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. Paul says there's nothing in this world more valuable than knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. In this evening, I want to ask you, what you, what are you chasing after? What are you pursuing after? What are you going after that you think that is more valuable than the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I want to say tonight, there's nothing that you can pursue. There's nothing that you can crave that is more valuable than the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice here in verse number eight, Paul says, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. We notice here, we notice here when your values change, there will be a cost to pay. We notice here that Paul lost some things in his life, but the things that he lost for knowing Christ, he found out real quick that they weren't worth having anyway, that they was of this world. They was things that would fade away. They was things that would bring not true comfort or true joy uh, to Paul's life. But notice here, notice here what we read in verse number eight. For whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung. Paul says I count them 
as nothing but loss of no value whatsoever that I may win Christ. Paul's greatest desire, Paul's greatest joy, Paul's greatest comfort came from knowing the Lord Jesus Christ and from the Lord knowing him and calling him uh, his own. Some may say tonight, well, you mean Paul lost something when he got saved? Well, uh, my friend, sure he did. You hear people say, uh, uh, some say tonight, well, you can have all the wealth in the world. You can have all the joy in the world if you just come to know Christ. Well, friend, I want to say that this is not a prosperity gospel. This is not a prosperity uh, message. Uh, The Bible's not a book of uh, prosperity in this world. Uh, But can I tell you tonight, when you get a hold of God and God gets a hold of you, there's nothing else more better than knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. You can leave this world with nothing, and you will, friend, that nothing in this world will take with us. But I want to tell you, if you know the Lord Jesus Christ, it's worth every mile. He's more valuable than anything that you and I uh, can win here on this earth, anything you and I can desire to have on this earth, God's more valuable than that. But what did Paul lose? Well, Paul lost those things that was of no value to him anyways. Notice here, but Paul gained new things that are now much value to Paul. He said in verse 8, do count them but dung. All the things Paul once had in the world was nothing compared to what he now had in Christ. Let's go down to verse number 9. The Paul, Paul writes in verse number 9, And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, But that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Now, Paul deals uh, with something that is more valuable to him in verse number nine. And be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God. And that is what Paul deals with that is the most valuable to him. That is his salvation and his relationship with his Lord. Notice what he said in verse number nine. And and be found in him. In him. We notice here what the Bible tells us in Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Those things that was of no value are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. In other words, we've got better things we value now, and that is the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. Notice here what we read in John's Gospel, chapter number 15 and verse number four about being in Christ. 
Paul said, or John writes rather, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him shall bring forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. In verse number six, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. As men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. And here we read what is most valuable in Paul's life is that verse number nine and be found in him that he is abiding with Christ that his God's word is abiding with Paul. And Paul said that is, that is of most value in Paul's life. In verse number 10, Paul says that I may know him, that I may know him. You think about Paul's words tonight. What was most valuable in Paul's life is found in verse number 10, that I may know him. In saying this, that Paul said, Paul would have to spend time in prayer with God. Paul would have to spend time in God's word. Paul would have to seek God. Paul would have to pursue God. And Paul, Paul, that was most valuable in his life. God's word was valuable in Paul's life. What that Paul pursued God was valuable in his life. That Paul sought after God, that was valuable in his life. Verse 10, that I may know him. And notice here, and the power, and the power. Paul wanted to be uh, filled with the Spirit of God. Paul wanted to preach with the power of God on it. Paul wanted to be uh, walking in the power of God. Notice here, the power of his resurrection. The greatest miracle, the greatest miracle, one of the greatest miracles is that Jesus Christ was risen from the dead. That the power that was within him, that within him, his power got him up that third and victorious day. And Paul said that I may know him and that power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering and being made conformable unto his death. We notice here, Paul goes on and says that I may know him, in verse number nine, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Paul had a desire in his life. In Paul's, what we could say, autobiography about Paul's life, Paul had a desire to know more of God. Paul had a desire to have closer fellowship with God that I may know him. I want to ask you as we pursue God this year, as we uh, draw closer to God for the Bible says draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Do you have a desire? Is there something in your heart that would say like Paul that I may know him? 
that I may know him and his power, the fellowship of his suffering, and, and, the, and notice here, and being made conformable unto his death. Paul said that I may know him, that I'll experience his power, that I'll experience his fellowship, that I'll experience his obedience. Paul wanted to walk close to God. Paul wanted to, all of the Lord Jesus Christ, that I may know him. Let us pray, Lord. We thank you for another night, Lord, another opportunity to preach the word of God. Lord, we thank you for all you have done for us. Lord, I pray you touch those tonight that need you. Uh, Lord, if there was one lost, Lord, I pray that you draw, Lord, into salvation. We thank you for all you have done for us. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.